alive? Yep. We are live. We are live. We're alive, everybody. We Sometimes still live. It, Sometimes it doesn't feel that way, but uh, we're alive. Uh, All right, here we go. Hi, this is Don Haran, author of Slugline, and you're listening to Comic Pop Library. We need each other, don't we? Are you okay? Hurry, please. Wherever you go. Hello? I'm standing right behind you. I know you better than anyone else in the world. He has figured out a way to be invisible. You too. Please listen to me. I know you feel like you're going insane sometimes. I'm the only one who can help you. I see you! The Invisible Man, Bernard. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Comic Popcorn Movies, brought to you by Comic Pop Library. I'm Richard, along with... Logan here. And in today, as the opening said, we are going to be looking at the 2020 movie, The Invisible Man, the newest interpretation of this story. Yeah. So Logan's going to read us the back of the cover to give us a little bit of the details. Okay. Trapped in a violent, controlling relationship with a wealthy scientist, Cecilia escapes in the dead of night and disappears into hiding. But when her abusive ex suddenly dies, Cecilia suspects his death was a hoax, as a series of eerie coincidences turns lethal, threatening the lives of those she loves. Cecilia's sanity begins to unravel while she desperately tries to prove she is being hunted by someone nobody can see. Okay, that's it. There we go. All right. So as Logan read, you should see that Cecilia is the main character. She is the lead protagonist and the antagonist. Throughout the whole movie, at different points in time, is her boyfriend, basically, Adrian Griffin is his name i went through and had to get some of these names logan's probably going to lean on me a little bit he will recall some probably here or there i remember the gal her sister the guy his brother and the cop and his daughter and i'm pretty sure that's it for the characters that's the simplistic way of doing it yes (laughs) but we'll give some names to these people as well probably should Uh, one of the first things coming out of the bat is it is a retelling, a modern retelling of The Invisible Man. Uh, so it has that modern technology twist to it. Yep. I don't think anybody's going to be too surprised with that. Uh, so, uh, most of the retelling things have gotten to the science aspect, I think. It is usually yeah. a science aspect, but this one was dealing with technology yeah, rather it's actually than, a I think, idea. serums and stuff. Uh-huh. So we have that in play True. in this one. And the way they use it is what I think is currently being looked into with our military researchers and trying to do refracting light. Suits. Yeah, chameleon suits. But basically this movie, if you see the trailer of this movie, let's start with that. Most of the trailers are very, very and they're also a bit inaccurate, actually. That's what I was going to say. So, yeah, there's a lot of stuff in the trailers that mm-hmm. was left on the cutting room floor, so to speak. Yeah, it seems like it was originally going to be a more drawn out, make her freak out, and more obvious. Because <laughs> there's one of the trailer shots that's him breathing into the air over her shoulder in the cold night and her turning around and seeing the breath. The there. breath. and yeah. That scene is halfway in there. 
You're right. The first breath over her shoulder that she doesn't see is there. But like Logan says, she yeah. turned and there was another breath and she supposedly saw that breath. Well, not no, in the movie. <laughs> that was not in the movie itself. That's just in the trailer. So that's yeah. different. And the handprint on the the shower. Shower. Yep. They got so. a little uh, pills thing in there later, but not the handprint. So yeah, yeah. So it, it seems like it was going to be both more drawn out and more obvious. So it's it's one of those that yeah, a lot was left. I don't know about a lot, but yeah, definitely some stuff was left out on the cutting room floor. As well as one character Logan noticed in the deleted scenes. I can't talk tonight. The character's not even in the movie anymore. And yeah. she didn't have much of a role anyway. Yeah, I was just initially thinking, oh, maybe they were actually planning on another character yeah. being in the main cast. But as far as we know, it was just she dated the cop all of once. <laughs> right. And, and we'll get to that. The cop he's mentioning is Cecilia's friend. His name is, let me find it here, James Lynn. I'll just go by first names. His name is James, and he's the friend that she goes and stays with because at the very beginning of the movie, she's actually escaping from a house. Yeah, she does it spy style. (laughs) (laughs) She's taking out, going over the walls and going out town. She's taking out all the cameras, but the one she's using to look in on the person she drugged. (laughs) Yeah. Yep, she drugged her boyfriend and got out of there. So you kind of know that by just by that, it was an abusive relationship. Yeah. To be and fair, at first we were thinking, wait, is this actually espionage thing? <laughs> yeah, nah, yeah, true. True. By the and, time you get to the him coming up to the car, it's pretty yeah, obvious. True. And he, he has anger issues by yeah. all means because he smashes a window with his fist so yeah i would want to get away from him too Mm -hmm. Uh, but this one was uh, when you look at horror movies it's horrific but it's more of a thriller i thought i can see that yeah i mean yes there are horrific episodes of it and if you didn't know any better didn't know what was going on you could almost think maybe it is a ghost story yeah but since you know by the title the invisible man that story's been around for so long that unless you're just completely unfamiliar with it for one reason or another you know kind of what you're getting when you go into it yeah so the invisible man has always been some type of a thriller or dramatic thriller this one's more of a adventure thriller horrific thriller if you want to yeah. call it so and, and, but yeah the gist is the boyfriend supposedly kills himself because he's so depressed. His and, brother's the lawyer. Who yep, and he has a brother. Uh, what is Jay, What is Adrian's brother named? Tom. And Tom's been basically psychologically abused by his brother as well as Cecilia. Because that's his main form of abuse is psychological abuse. Yeah, he makes you think you're the crazy one. Yeah. And they play on that throughout the whole movie. The brother even mentions it. And he's like, yeah, the bro- his brother did that to him as they were growing up. So it's to be expected. And she, Cecilia thinks she's seeing somebody, which you know she does, but nobody's believing her. And then there was that bit in the asylum where she actually does seem to be seeing someone that's not there. But yeah. <laughs> Okay. That bit when she was looking at the corner very intently saying, Oh, because it seems like she might have actually cracked the invisibility there for somehow, but yeah. nah, I'm not sure. She, uh, Yeah, for her, she doesn't know if he's there or not anymore once she yeah. realizes that something's happening. And so, yes, and the asylum, we'll get to that eventually. But yeah. she goes and her sister 
takes her away from the house, yeah. but she doesn't stay with her sister because they're not in the best he'll look there first. relationships. You're right. Yeah. Wanted to keep safe. So she goes and Seems stays like with a friend that's a cop. Yeah. Because she was going, no, we cannot have any contact for at least, I think she was planning 18 uh, something months. Something like that. It's, something it was a while. Like but she goes and stays with her friend that's a cop. His name is James and his daughter, Sydney. And she's probably about 16, 17 I think she was a junior in high school at yeah, most, maybe looking maybe into senior, colleges. I think maybe senior. She was um, looking into colleges. I think um, so. She's staying with them, and after a month, maybe I can't remember now. She's petrified to go outside, and then all of a sudden, she gets a letter from the Tom, the boyfriend's brother, and says, "You know, we we need you down here for a reading of the will because James, uh, yeah, J- uh, Adrian is dead." James is a cop. Yeah, I'm getting confused. And that's where we're going to the spill of like, oh, you gotta, you'll get this million, whatever it was, dollars. Lots of money over periods of time. But you can't commit a crime. I think there was a thing about going crazy. Mental capacity. Have to keep your mental capacity. So those were the stipulations. And that's where later on the brother comes in because she's confronts Tom and says he's doing this and he's like well he's just doing this to play with your mind and he's not there yeah. he just think he is this is his way of toying with you again yeah don't let him get you from behind no. the grave but if yeah. you at the beginning when stuff starts happening like I said if you didn't know the story or jumped in right past the beginning even. you would yeah. think it was a ghost and it was the ghost of Adrian that was haunting her so if yeah. you missed the whole front of the movie and just came in without seeing that you probably would have thought think it was a ghost story and if it was titled something different too like yeah <laughs> you could easily come in on certain points in this and mistake it for go no. after a certain point she actually gets to figure out how the invisibility is going on but, no. she does yeah. with the technology end of it and logan mentioned the suit already that's not a big twist by any means that's mm-hmm. to be expected uh, but throughout the movie things happen that feel I I like the movie. As yeah, it was a, a good whole, movie, but there, there were, were clunky pieces. A few bits where they cheated for whoever was in the invisible suit. <laughs> a couple of teleports. Uh, the security guards reacting to people getting knocked into the air, not by at least trying to hit something, but just standing there. Right, when, and this is, goes back to the asylum part where Logan was talking about. Yeah. She was in, and she the. Adrian actually goes there and makes her think she's going crazy and still. And the guard opens the door for whatever reason, food or getting the food tray back out. And he basically, I don't know if he actually killed anybody at that point, but he I'm basically sure he shot a lot of. Up. He shot a fair amount of the He cop. shot him, but I don't know if he actually killed him because a lot of them were like knee shots or arm shots. Yeah, I shots know at least and, some of them were, I think so. Some of them died, but yeah, I don't think it's like Logan said, he pulled that guy out and hit him, and then a couple more guards came up, and And I can see them not knowing what was going on, because they didn't see anything, per se. They just saw the other guard fall, and if you, you could think, well, we didn't see her attack him, but she did, and your mind just kind of plugs in pieces with things are missing. So they come running, and then they get taken out. And by the end of it, and there's like a hall full of downed guards and her at one end on the ground. On the ground and and the guards have seen the other guards being waylaid by an yeah. invisible entity. And they are not doing anything at all to yeah. that empty air. They're not 
firing their guns or anything because, like Logan said, Cecilia was on the ground. Least some wild fire. Yeah. They might not hit him. It's completely a, just nervous twitches, yeah. if nothing else. <laughs> it's completely understandable if they don't hit him trying to hit him, but you'd think they'd at least try after a certain point. <laughs> True, you would think, but they don't, and he gets out, and yeah. then another jump skip happens here in the parking lot where. Yeah, she, she he gets, teleports into where her arms previously were. Yep. And, and then she kind of gets away, and he's in the middle of the road, and he oh, the, he dis she he disappears, and she's going after she she's holding that gun out in front right, of her. And he's and, told her that I'll go after a oh, person you love the to the the Sydney. Bits. Yeah, that was. That Somewhat was that, explainable by the fact that... But that's... Don't yeah, that one's there. actually a twist. Yeah. But that one's at least oh. somewhat explainable. That one right. makes some but sense. But you don't know what's yeah. going on there until later on. But yeah, there's... At that point in time, you're like, well, I'm like, what? You get what, really what, confused wait? at that point, but that so, one actually makes sense. That one does. Yeah, so, the, there was, but there I are think, a like lot four of total quick... bits, but at least one of the Invisible Man bits was great. That kitchen fight, that kitchen was fight. great. Oh, with uh, Cecilia? Yeah. Yeah, that, that was, was a good great. fight with, at that point. She's there in the house, in James's house, by herself. Uh, now, there is one point, and we're kind of jumping all over the movie here. Yeah, everybody. There's, I think... <laughs> There's one or point I'd where... I'd say there where they kind of cheated for whoever was well, invisible at the time, but yeah, I thought they did pretty good. Even, I'm going into a dear area where it wasn't a cheat. She was in the room. She was breaking down, crying, and the invisible man was in there with her. And Sydney comes in to talk to her, comfort her, and Sydney is standing up. Yeah. And uh, Cecilia is basically laying on the ground. Yeah, there's at least bare, some she's, distance between them she two. She kind of, Cecilia kind of gets a little bit on her elbows at the most where she's being a little bit comforted by Sydney. Sydney starts to go down, and then she gets slapped. Yeah. And hits the floor. Which, and Sydney gets up and blames Cecilia, even though Cecilia's been laying on the floor that whole time, and she's had eye contact with her that whole time. Yeah, it's a bit awkward. That's so, one of the like four places I was going. Yeah, that was a weird, yeah, was awkward there's, moment. There's only four of those that I can recall, and otherwise the movie is great, though. Um, so, yeah, just easy to point that out because it's easy to think of them. <laughs> but yeah, it is actually a good movie. It's great. Um, and yeah. in the movie, we had had the deleted scenes, and yeah. that's... How when you go back and see some of the trailers, you're kind of like, this wasn't in the movie, it wasn't in the movie. But then when you go back and see the deleted scenes, like, well, the yeah, versions of that of were the, in the movie. Yeah, some of them were. But they just got cut. Yeah, and there's that one that was basically just did an extension of the one scene. Yeah, it seems like they did keep a fair amount of the cutscenes for the <laughs> promotional material. And like I said, there's one character, James's girlfriend, that was completely cut of the out yeah. of the movie entirely. Though we're but, not sure how much she was there because right. we only have the one deleted scene with her. So all we yeah. knew is that the one deleted scene that had her in it, that's the only scenes we in the movie or deleted scenes that we saw her, whether Though, she was other was even more least, deleted scenes, yeah. I don't know. Though that was one of the two deleted scenes that it was, okay, it seems like they much improved the dialogue <laughs> after they deleted these scenes, so good job. True. Because it was unneeded dialogue, yeah. Yeah, that was not necessarily unneeded, it but very, been. very awkward. Yeah. And it, and it could have been drawn out a little bit longer, but as it was, I think it was close to a two-hour movie anyway. Like yeah. every movie is now anymore. Yeah. 
It's like you don't get an hour and a half movie anymore from everybody. It's it's two hours, it seems like. Oh, how That's long was the Titanic anyways? Uh, I have no clue. That was two things, three that hours, was also three and a half VHS, hours. So. <laughs> yeah, they could also start actually doing intermissions again. Well, they did it well, for like, Titanic, I think. And, and they basically do that for the... Harry Potter, the one thing that oh the split the movie, split last movie, movie in the two parts. If they actually released it at the same time, that that's would basically a long be ass those. intermission, folks. Yeah, <laughs> a year intermission. Uh, I guess before when we were doing Star Wars and stuff between the episodes back in the day, it was three years intermission. Yep. So who knows? Yeah. <laughs> but. As a whole, it was was enjoyable. I wish they would have probably started the movie at James's house without all the stuff happening at the Adrian's house and her escaping. I think especially to get the dog in there, that was kind of... That Well, I'm just thinking of if you jump in at that point, you don't know if it is a ghost of the old boyfriend. Because if you go back in flashbacks and tell what's happening and they get... You know, and you don't necessarily see flashbacks of her escaping, but you see her get that note, and then you see that the brother had committed suicide. Yeah, and then you start that, seeing she right or not, right, You have yeah. those things happening, and then while those are happening, do flashbacks to how she escaped and stuff. Yeah. Where at the so at the very beginning, you could have had that mystery of is it actually the ghost that's because the ghost is technically invisible yeah and i don't think just the beginning necessarily negates the ghost aspect there's they she doesn't really see the invisibility option in the thing and true when you actually do look at it it's basically just from outside it looks like a empty case so yeah true i actually thought for a moment that he was had somebody in there that was a card that had (laughs) but no that was the dog no, oh, just the dog. Yeah. <laughs> That's the woofer. <laughs> yep. Good woofer. But, but yeah, this is one probably, it is rated R, so you're going to get violence. Mm-hmm. We've already talked about people getting shot and smashed in the face over and over yeah. repeatedly with blood spewing. A little bit of nudity. Not as much as could have been in there. So I, Yeah. They, but there was a, there was a shower scene, but I'm not sure if there was, was actually nudity? any nudity. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I don't know if we actually if there was, but there was a shower scene. But yeah, I, think I don't think there right. was actually any nudity. No, don't quote yeah. us on that, folks. But it might not have had anything. Yeah, I don't think so. No. So okay. So wait, wait there were two so, shower scenes. At least one of them was fully clothed, though. So because the <laughs> asylum. Oh yes. Yeah. True. One in there as well when she confronts him and yeah. the whole hallway scene. True. Yeah. So she was take closer. that what you will. If Moderately sure there wasn't, but yeah. yeah. Uh, you might, you know, might be wary. We can't remember. It's been about a yeah, week we got since we saw it. Moises. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, but that, take that as it will. We can't remember, but uh-huh. and this is one where. If you like the classic horror stories and the reinterpretations of them, well, that's definitely you would probably like this yeah. for your personal collection. Uh, this did come out in 2020, so it was a recent release that happened during all this mess that the world yeah. went into. Another possible reason for them to cut uh, good bits of it. So. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Uh, but it did. We actually had the DVD, so we watched it that way. Uh, we, you know, if libraries. You know, I would say if you, 
you've had a time of not buying stuff that this will be one that you might have forgot about that you could go back and purchase. Yeah, it's pretty good. I yeah. think you could put it in your horror collection. Yeah. Uh, I, would you think if pretty sure would they yeah. rebuy if it got just you know after so many wear and tear if they need to mm-hmm. replace it? Do you think a library would need to replace it per se or? Not sure. Maybe. I'm not sure. Is it is it a is it something that has to be in the library? You know, it's like uh, like the classics. You definitely kind of like to have the classics if you can, because that's what started it all. Yeah. This one, I don't know. Yeah. I'm kind of torn. It's an interesting concept. It's a good movie, but it's a good it's, movie. I don't know. Depends on yeah. what your community's interests are, I guess. Yeah, but probably. I can see where some communities you probably would just you know one and done. Once the disc is wore out, you might not. Yeah. Rebuy. That's how just you make space for new movies. Yeah. Interlibrary loan it. If your community enjoys the horror, thrillers, aspects mm-hmm. of movies, this might be one that you might rebuy yeah. once. I don't know if you'd rebuy it too many times because it is fairly new, so you definitely want to buy it for its newness sake, if nothing else. Yeah. Because you're going to have people that are interested in it. Mm-hmm. Personal collection. That's pretty like good. Said, we picked it up, watched it. I don't, you know, we have so many movies. I don't know if we'll ever rewatch too many of the movies. We've yeah. watched a few. And a few of our favorites, at least, especially when I was a kid and we actually had plenty of time to watch them. Other than just <laughs> yeah, we're kind of like interfering. Blue Submarine number six, was that the one? The yeah. Fish People that. and such? Yep. I watched that like five times, <laughs> including like two when we had the DVD player in the van. Yeah. So there's like six when you get a job and have to yeah. go to work, it kind of interferes a lot with what uh-huh. you're able to do. This is one that I think if if give it a shot for a, a, a quick thriller, if nothing else, I think you'll enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And like I said, take those caveats if you want to pers- put it in your personal collection or your if you're a librarian looking to put something new into your library. If you forgot about The Invisible Man from 2020, I would say go back and pick this one up for sure for yeah. at least one run through. Mm-hmm. I'd say mm-hmm. so. I think we probably should not go any further because otherwise yeah, we're into spoilers. Yeah, there's a few bits that actually are spoilers. No. I'd say, and, and yeah, it is I a fairly recent movie, that. so I don't yeah, want. And do I don't that. think that all the trailers might have spoiled one of them, but I don't yeah. think they spoiled the other. I think it was yeah. quick enough. I don't think they'll pay attention. Yeah, <laughs> well, it so was a hard it job finding a trailer that didn't give the whole movie away. Everybody. Yep. Even with mm. the trailers having bits that weren't in there, and after all they still gave a lot away and (laughs) the bits that were in their trailers but not the movie (laughs) were moderately fittable into the movie anyway so yeah we we found the shortest trailer we could find because it didn't give the whole movie so that's why (laughs) we did that think that'll probably be it works yeah yeah so i say yes to watch it if you're into this type of shows i think you'll enjoy it Go ahead and give it a chance. It's pretty good. There's a couple of bits where they cheat, but one of the bits where it looks like they're cheating for the invisible guy actually isn't. That's just... That is true. But we're going to be leaving out on Genesis's Invisible Touch, and it's not Phil Collins. Phil Collins is the lead singer of Genesis, but this is the group Genesis that actually did this song, so Invisible Touch. So if you like what you hear, you might go back and check out Genesis and possibly even Phil Collins when he's doing his solo work and check them out on your digital vendors and purchase the ones you like and download them to your playlist. So but we're going to leave out on that. Uh, we've had fun. Hopefully everybody out there has been having fun listening to us. We'll catch everybody on the flip side. Bye now. Bye.
Thank you for listening to Comic Pop Library. We welcome your comments and suggestions by emailing us at admin at comicpoplibrary.com. All emails submitted become the property of Comic Pop Library and are subject for use in our show. We would also appreciate it if you would spread the word about Comic Pop Library by posting about us on Twitter, Facebook, or just tell someone about us. This podcast is not endorsed by any publisher, distributor, or studio, and it is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. The views and comments of the show hosts are their own and are not reflective of any business, entity, or organization associated with ComicPopLibrary.com.